Welcome to the Journey of You podcast. I'm your host, Tonya D. Bennis, and I really want to help you make your dash count because you see we're all born and we all will die. Those two things we have no control over, but that dash in the middle is completely on you. You were given an assignment and purpose before God placed you in your mother's womb. The journey of you exists to equip, empower, and encourage you to think, act, and live your purpose one mindset shift at a time. By teaching you how to see yourself the way that God sees you, flipping the script of the thoughts in your mind, and showing you how to have a generational impact. This is your journey. It's where your life begins. Good morning, Journey of You family. Today, I want to talk about the power of letting go. Way before it came popular with the movie Frozen, there have been scriptures long ago that the Lord gave us to be able to let things go. Specifically, what I thought about um, when coming across this topic was in the form of being a parent. And at some point, your children getting to the age of making their own decisions and determining what they want to do in life and figuring out who they are and we want to protect them from so many things that are out there that we know because we've lived long enough to see it but there are times that they've got to experience certain things on their own and being able to let go in that regard because one god can protect them far better than we can and two he created them you know with a purpose and they've got to fulfill that and it might not look exactly like we imagine or they might not go about it the exact way that we would prefer that they do it but we've also got to give them that freedom to be able to do so obviously we're still here um if they falter if they fall if they you know get misguided along the way we're still here and so being able to kind of cut those strings and pull back and let them blossom and explore and so the first scripture that I want to start with this morning is 2 Corinthians, and we're going to go to verse 3. Um, I'm sorry, chapter 3, and we're going to verse 17. And it reads, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But there are a couple, there's one other version that I want to read to you. That was the New King James Version. But I want to read it to you from the Message Bible, just to give you a different viewpoint. It's one thing I told y'all, I really love that there are so many different versions, because it just helps you to get a better understanding. Whenever, though, they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil, and there they are, face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We're free of it, all of us, nothing between us and God. Our face is shining with the brightness of his face. And so we are transfigured, much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. Think about that. Like, we know the scripture um, about former things um, being passed away. Behold, all creatures become new. Like every day that we wake up, we have an opportunity to do that, to become a new person. Um, 
not like that you're a different like person each day or anything like that but in the fact of like in your insides in your inner core you can get better and better and become more like jesus each and every day especially when you find a scripture that you can stand on and meditate on until you believe it in your soul you're able to really shift your mindset the way you view things the way you talk about things and even the way that you approach things and so i want to take you to isaiah chapter 61 and we're going to read verses 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So those are several examples in scripture. And that was Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, um, in case you didn't hear that the first time. But those are several examples of where God is allowing us to let go of something, but he's replacing it with something else. That's the thing that I think we have a hard time with, is when we let go of something, it's like, well, what's going to be in that place? But God just told us several things that he'll give us. Like, if you're mourning, he can give you the oil of joy. There are different things that he's going to replace it with. Just like when we've got to replace Satan's lies and those thoughts that are running around in our head, we've got to let those go. In order to let those go, we've got to replace it with God's truth. So beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Each thing that you let go of, God isn't telling you to just let it go and you're going to be empty. He's telling you to let it go so he can replace it with him. And these things that are God's truth that he's talking about right here in this scripture. And so while letting go may be very difficult and hard to do, it's also very necessary. You're like, no, 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 it's not. In this situation, I can't let it go. You know, I did this a long time ago and I can't let it go because it's affecting me now. Okay, I'm going to give you some scriptures that are going to help you with that as well. First John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. First Peter 5, 7, Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Ecclesiastics 3 and 6, A time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Meaning those things that you did in the past, even if it was yesterday, you've got to still keep your eyes forward on what God's trying to do in you and through you right now today, because there's someone out there who needs what you have. And they're going to keep being held up until you step into what God told you to do, because you are the solution to the problem that they're having. You're the answer to the prayer they keep praying. So you've got to stop letting those other things keep you stagnant and holding you up because it's preventing you from stepping into all that God has created you to be. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Remember not the former things or consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Look at that. You could be in the middle of the wilderness or the desert and God is still going to make a way. That's the same thing he did with the Israelites when he brought them into the wilderness. He was dropping down manna 
and quail so that they'd be able to eat and fill to their heart's content. And he gave them enough for each day because he tells us it's sufficient. His grace is sufficient just for the day. You don't need to worry about yesterday or tomorrow. He's going to take care of what you need right now, today. And so that's what you've got to trust God in, that maybe you don't want to let go. And it's very difficult, but you've got to let go anyway and trust God. Because if you do it in your own strength, you're going to hit burnout. You're going to get to a point that you're either becoming resentful or that you're no longer doing the things that you're doing with a sense of joy or fulfillment or really uplifting and edifying someone else. It's going to become a strain for you and for them. And so you've got to focus on what can you do better? The things that you can control, control it. Like your attitude, your mindset, your outlook, you know, on life, your perspective, you know, how you're going to respond to things instead of react. Those are things that you can control. But other people's decisions, the choices that they make, the things that they decide to do, you have absolutely no control over that. None. No matter how you feel, no matter what you say, no matter what you try to tell them they've got to do A, B, or C, you can't control those things. Now, you can control and have your own boundaries and limits about you know what you're willing to allow in terms of how people treat you and the things that they say to you, but outside of that, you can't control what they do. And so that's where you've got to determine where in this do I let go? Do I let go and give up control and just place them in God's hands and pray for them, but I'm going to you know love them from afar? Is it, you know, you're going to tell them, you know, in your wisdom and insight of what God's given you to share with them and then leave it at, you know, that for them to get their own revelation or to shelf it or whatever they decide to do with it. You've done your part and planted the seed. Now you've got to step aside. Even if you don't get the credit for it, even if you never have another conversation about it, you've got to be able to let it go. How many of you today are standing in bondage or a stronghold? Or you're stuck because you don't want to let go. I'm reminded of that picture that I've seen um, several times before where there's a little child, um, which it could definitely be a grown person, but they're trying to show you that in God's eyes, we're all his children. And so we'll always be children to him. Um, But she's holding a teddy bear in her hand and she does not want to let it go. It's her favorite teddy bear. It's got a lot of sentimental value. It means so much. And she just doesn't want to let it go because she feels like she identifies with it. And letting it go means like she's losing a piece of her. But Jesus has kneeled down on his knee and behind his back, he's got another teddy bear. But this teddy bear is like four times the size of the one she's holding. And it's way better and in a much better condition. And it's going to be so many more things for her. But she's having a hard time letting go of the little one in her hand because her focus is only on that little teddy bear, not on Jesus that's kneeled in front of her that has something better in store. What are you holding on to that God is asking you to let go of? It could be as simple as with your kids, giving them a chance to be able to, you know, make mistakes and make choices and decisions on their own without you trying to orchestrate it all because you're trying to protect them, but they don't see it as that. It could be that. It could be that you're supposed to be going from, you know, one career to another or stepping out on faith in your business or reaching out to a person that you were too nervous to talk to before, but maybe your next opportunity is in you connecting with them. Whatever it is, you've got to be able to let go and trust God. He has given us the power to do that and to be able to rest in him. 
even when we don't know the next steps, we don't know the outcome, we don't know always what God has in store or what he's planning, but we know he's got our best interest at heart. That's what we've got to rest in when it comes to letting go and knowing that whatever's on the other side of what it is we released is going to be even better than we asked or imagined. So I want you to trust God in that this week. Think of some areas. I want you to write it down where God is telling you that you need to let go. If it's letting go of watching too much TV or surfing too long on social media or, you know, spending too much time hanging out with people and not spending enough time hanging out with God, like whatever it is. I mean, it's between you and God. Nobody else has to know about it Um, unless you want that accountability and you want to talk to someone that will be able to hold you accountable, not by judging you, but just making sure that you stay on track so you can make those steps forward that God has called you to make. So that does help, at least telling one person that you can trust that will keep you accountable and uplift and encourage you in that, empower you as you're going towards those steps of letting go. Um, And again, there are scriptures, I shared several of them um, with you today about letting go of the past, letting go present day, and trusting God even for the future and letting go you know, your specific plans of what you think should happen in the future and trusting God with what he already has planned for you because he knows the plans that he has for you. We know that from Jeremiah 29, 11. So that's what I want you to focus on this week. Just focus on one if you need to. What is God asking me to let go of right now in this season? Maybe you're involved in too many activities and you're volunteering in 10 different places And you're constantly going, going, going that you don't have time to sit still to even hear God's voice. Because he said to be still and know that I am God. It's very hard for you to be still if you're constantly running around somewhere. So maybe for you, letting go is getting out of some of all these engagements that you're involved in or going to 10 different activities or a million different places that that you have decided to go to. But now you're burnt out or you're overwhelmed and exhausted. So that's what I want you to focus on this week. So... Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much that we can find our rest in you. We thank you, Father, that we're able to let go and know that you've got us. And that anything that we let go of, Lord, that you have something better in store. That you're going to lead and guide us in the directions that you want us to go, Father. And that you're going to replace anything that we give up, Father, in honor of you, Lord. So that we can become all that you've created us to be. So we thank you, Father, for your guidance your instruction. We thank you for your love, Father. We thank you that where you are, Lord, we have liberty, that you will be our comforter, our counselor, our strength, our hope, our peace, each and everything that we need. So we thank you, Father, again, for your sacrifice of your son on the cross. We thank you that we have the opportunity to have eternal life with you, Lord. And we thank you for giving us freedom, freedom to let go of the past, the things that have us bound, of any addictions, of any strongholds, of any relationships or people that we should no longer be connected with of any you know groups that we should no longer be a part of father we thank you lord that you are with us each and every step of the way even in the hard places and the difficult choices we thank you father that you will never leave us nor forsake us and that each and everywhere that we go you are with us always so we can be strong and of good courage lord we ask these things in your sweet son jesus name we pray amen
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope to connect with you in the community. You can head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash mindset roadmap. It's a really great way for you to look at the nine different areas of your life to see where you're doing well and where you want to have progress because I don't want you to focus so much on the things that you're not doing good or yeah, that it overshadows the things that you are doing good. We are whole beings and there's more than one facet of each and every one of us. So with this roadmap, you're able to see a scripture that goes with each and every part of you, uh, what each and every one of those parts are, and then you have space left to write out, like, where do you want to see progress? Where are you doing well? Where do you want to move the needle so that we can help you move forward together? Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning in to the journey of you today. Remember to download and share. We would love to continue helping you to make your dash count. Head over to www.whereyourlifebegins.com to join the community and continue the conversation. Again, that's www.whereyourlifebegins.com. It is a community where you will receive acceptance, belonging, and accountability along your journey. After all, iron sharpens iron. Let's elevate your mindset and pursue purpose together. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. The journey of you.